Dear fellow Hong Kong people, just over a week ago, I delivered my third policy address. It covered a number of important issues that will shape Hong Kong's future, including the hot topics of constitutional development and housing. On constitutional development, I want to stress that my government is firmly committed to achieving universal suffrage of selecting chief executive in 2017 in line with the basic law and relevant decisions of the Standing Committee of the National People's Congress. It is my great hope that the next chief executive in 2017 will be selected by the 5 million eligible voters in Hong Kong. I sincerely hope that all legislators will not block one person, one vote when the motion is presented to let go in a few months. As far as housing is concerned, this remains our top priority. We continue to explore all means to increase the supply of land for housing. But making this happen requires more than just the efforts of the government. Indeed, as far as the government is concerned, sites have been identified to accelerate the provision of subsidised and private housing. We also need the support of the entire community. This will involve some hard choices, such as changes to zoning plans or development densities that some people might find hard to accept. If we can't secure support and secure it quickly, then the problem will only get worse. So I appeal to you all, since housing is the major concern of everyone in Hong Kong, then everyone in Hong Kong, residents, district councillors, pressure groups and developers, has a role to rise to this challenge. I hope that we can count on your support for the projects coming online to solve our housing problem. As a small, globally facing and highly connected city, we also need to think carefully about how to grow our economy. We need economic growth to provide jobs, which in turn generates revenue to pay for the services that we all need and expect. Schools for our kids, a safe city to live in, world-class health care, leisure and cultural pursuits, and adequate welfare for the elderly and those in need, just to name a few. That is why the economy features so prominently in my policy address, because it is the foundation of our success, past, present, future. This year, we have highlighted some new and growing sectors. We will, of course, continue to support and sharpen the competitiveness of our pillar sectors, such as financial services, trading, shipping, tourism, and professional services. Our strategy is also to broaden our economic base by diversifying our industries leveraging on Hong Kong's unrivaled status as superconnector between the mainland and the rest of the world and capitalizing on our unique advantages of one country and two systems. In financial services, for example, 2014 has seen the successful launch of the Shanghai Hong Kong Stock Connect, a landmark development in the opening up of the mainland financial market and the internationalization of the renminbi, showcasing Hong Kong's important role as superconnector. However, we should not be complacent. We are actively considering the recommendations of the Financial Services Development Council to further leverage our advantages and promote diversification. We are working hard to deepen links with Guangdong, where we have long established business and cultural links, and where the Closer Economic Partnership, SIPA, framework is being used to further liberalize trade in services. The establishment of the free trade zone in Nansa, Tianhai and Hangqin will provide new opportunities and enhance access for Hong Kong businesses. We are pursuing the most favorable arrangement and business opportunities for Hong Kong people and enterprises. Innovation and technology is another growth area with great potential. 
we will streamline the various funding schemes and inject another $5 billion Hong Kong dollars in the Innovation and Technology Fund to enhance funding support for private sector R&D projects. We have also presented for the approval of LegCo's Finance Committee the establishment of the Innovation and Technology Bureau. Sustaining growth also depends on our ability to nurture homegrown talent, which we do by investing heavily in education. But with an aging society and a very low birth rate, we must also look outside Hong Kong to attract and retain talents. This year, we will introduce new initiatives to attract people who can contribute to society and help with our social and economic developments. Here, I have to stress that our first priority will always be to create enough jobs in as many sectors as possible for the local people. At the same time, we need professional, creative and entrepreneurial talent that adds to our talent pool, so we must enhance our immigration schemes to keep Hong Kong competitive. One new initiative is to encourage the children of Hong Kong immigrants to live and work in Hong Kong. We will also streamline other schemes relating to the admission of talent and entrepreneurs and drop a talent list to attract in a more focused manner high-quality talent to support Hong Kong's development as a diversified and high-value-added economy. Getting people here is just one thing. We have to make sure all residents continue to enjoy living in Asia's world city. That is why we will push ahead with new plans to further reduce air pollution, increase international school places, as well as make our beautiful harbour more accessible. We have already seen continuous improvement in air quality from 2010 to 2014. To further reduce air pollution, we will require all seagoing vessels at birth to use only low sulphur diesel while in Hong Kong waters. We will further reduce roadside pollution by designating Causeway Bay, Mong Kok and Central as low-emission zones for franchise buses, as well as try-out single-decked electric buses. Education for the next generation is a primary concern for our incoming talents. Our endeavours to increase international school places are bearing fruit. An ongoing school allocation exercise is expected to be completed by the first quarter of this year, with the objective of providing 1,250 more international school places by the 2016-17 school year and 2,100 more by the 2018-19 school year. I'm sure we all agree that our iconic harbour is a great asset with great potential. Water quality has been improving steadily in recent years, which means we can do more to promote marine-based recreation and activities. We will provide venues for water activities along waterfront areas in Central, West Kowloon and Wan Chai so that our harbour can become more enjoyable as well as an even bigger attraction for visitors. I hope this snapshot can give you some insight into the initiatives we will take to ensure Hong Kong remains vibrant as a society and as an economy. Some of them require hard choices, but I am confident that the wisdom and pragmatism of Hong Kong people will prevail. We will make the right choices and seize the opportunities to pursue democracy, boost the economy and improve livelihood.